the reasons your company, the company you work for, not, I'm not speaking to people that own their own company when I say this, though in many ways <clears throat> this can apply to any structure, but mostly big business. If, if you work for a big corporation, you are likely seeing some of the following, and these are the reasons why eventually you will either leave your company or your company will make that decision for you because they'll go out of business. And that sounds like a threatening statement or something that's impossible, specifically when you're talking about large companies. There has been a trendy saying for a long time that says, it's too big to fail. And up until 2000, this was a fairly accurate statement, too big to fail. But if you're at a company right now and efficiency is supposed to be your prized pig and how you do things correctly, and you've noticed that efficiency is one of the biggest blunders holding back whatever your project is, it's mostly because of communication uh, along the corporate ladder. You typically have a big wig that makes decisions and looks at timelines and budgets, and then they begin to dictate down the ladder what needs to be done. At the top of the food chain, there isn't a lot of practical thinking because that is someone else's job, lower down on the food chain. But the problem with this methodology is that if you start with a busted plan and one that isn't practical, it's not going to fix itself as that plan channels itself down to the people that are supposed to execute that plan. It's very much setting people up for failure when you come up with these ridiculous timelines that don't take into account what is humanly possible and also doesn't take into account that not every single person within your organization is accountable, um, is inspired, and not to mention corporate structures have always put these big forecasts in play but don't want to accept the reality that the people that are working for you do not own this company. And so though there are people that have accountability, it seems to just be a trait, it's instilled in them and they are wonderful people, for the most part, the people that work for your big company don't have that sense of ownership for the very good reason that they don't own the company. And to expect them to act as if they do is audacious. It's not the way we're wired, yet we expect it in corporate America. Even the folks that begin in the center of the, the wheel and reach or the center of the structure and are aiming to reach the top, it's as if they forget along the way the struggles of what is practically possible and what is not. And the reason for that is 
when you look at the ladder in corporate America, everybody has to answer to someone. So by and large, the decisions that are made are made because of the anticipation of what that someone that you report to is going to think or judge your performance on based on their criteria for you. And often their criteria for you doesn't take into account practicality. What is the practicality of getting XYZ done in ABC amount of time? The only thing that seems to matter is what your expectations are as they are weighted out by the person that you report to. And this follows the ladder all the way up. Everyone within corporate America has to answer to someone. So the decisions that are made are often not made for the greater good of the project, but they're made so that whoever your superior is doesn't get disappointed in your performance, even though any changes that you would make because of practicality would positively impact the business. You will get punished for that. It's a terrible system. It's why there is so much just carnage going on in the name of efficiency. At the end of the day, when the project is done and, and you have to do it in these very crunched timelines and that pressure is there, you can see where getting it right takes a back seat, where quality takes a back seat to these timelines. How many CEOs do you know that have a firm grasp of the day-to-day -day operations and what has to be executed, the minute tasks that have to coincide and come together to be executed in order to get to a final result? How many CEOs do you know that have a firm grasp on that? The answer is not many. This is why big companies are going out of business. Big brands are getting bought by just random companies. I mean, 10 years ago, no one would have thought that Amazon would own Whole Foods. No one would have thought Amazon is going to have their own line of delivery trucks. Amazon is going to take the data from what products sell well, and they're going to create them on their own. Nobody would have predicted these things, but they are all a result of other people getting efficiency and quality wrong. In places like Amazon, they are big, but they're getting it right. So where does your company fall in that? And how does that make you feel? Well, if you're an accountable person and you are inspired to do great quality work, you are likely frustrated. You are likely considering leaving your company and you are likely correct. There is no security anywhere. You have to truly go with your instincts. If you are good at what you do and you work for a large company, there are companies out there that would love to have you. Don't think because you're stuck at a company that just doesn't get it 
because they're so concerned with whatever their boss thinks and they are concerned with whatever their boss's boss thinks that you have to stay within an organization like that. If you are at an organization which just is missing the mark on how things have to come together in order to meet projected timelines, you must learn from these experiences because even though you can be totally frustrated at these organizations, they are phenomenal places to learn. You don't have to pay $60,000 for a degree in management when you are at a company that doesn't manage right. You just got the best education while getting paid. I encourage you to look at it that way. Hone your skill set. Learn everything you can from this big company. Slap it on your resume. But don't consider it a waste of your time because it's not. It is just as important as being at a, a company that does do things in a more practical way and learning from that. It, it is crucial to learn what people do wrong as well. And management within big companies has always been a problem and it doesn't matter what industry you're in, but particularly if you're in an industry where what you do matters, you are likely going to become frustrated when you see people that don't take that seriously. Don't give up on what you do just because you are in a place at a company that just doesn't get it. Learn as much as you can. The opportunities will come. The money will come if you are phenomenal at what you do. The only thing on your mind should be, how can I become better within this system and take that with me for the, for, for the rest of forever and use that to my advantage at the place I end up where I'm doing the work I love than in a system that understands what is necessary. You will get there. Continue to hone your craft.